Welcome to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great. Except when it's not. I'm Ellie. And I'm Chris. It's your pace or mine today, Chris. Yours, Ellie. You're the idea girl. I'm just a businessman. I, <laughs> no truer words have ever been said. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's talk about running, how, our, how running's been. Um, Today, I actually did a workout this morning, and I actually hit the paces, and it felt real good, and it, and I, I was actually able to chase my, one of my teammates, Bailey, and it was lovely to see her and feel good, and just, it was warm this morning, and it was a sports bra run, and you know, summer's coming, so... Mm-hmm. I had a pretty, pretty great run today. How about you, Chris? How's your running going? I, too, had a sports bra run. It was great. Um, it actually, it was just a really small shirt, but that's kind of the same thing. Um, I um been going good. Been going good. I've got uh, 20.5 miles in the last three days. So let's, let's, let's uh, do it that way. My three-day rolling wow. average. Yeah. That's insane, actually. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, actually, it's good. Uh, that's what I could say. I feel like so. Uh, I ran six on Saturday and ten on Sunday, and then I was kind of like yesterday. I was like, you know, I should go for a little run, and I was like, no, no, actually, you shouldn't. Uh, it's not smart to go for a little run today. Why don't you just do some other little stuff in the house? And that was a good thing because, like, it's the other way around. Normally, it's like, oh, I'm not running today. You really should go run. You really should. Now it's the other way around. I was like, let's go, let's go. No, be smart. Um, so I was. And then I went to a chiropractor today, got all busted up. And um, then I just did a little four-mile run, you know, um, and it was good. You know, good weather, good temperatures. I didn't, uh, yeah, didn't get hit by a car. It was all good. <laughs> That's fourth bra. All the cars are avoiding you. <laughs> yeah, right. Swerving into <laughs> oncoming traffic. <laughs> that sounds great, Chris. I'm uh, I'm really glad that you're getting more into like a ha- the habit. I listened to your podcast um, with We Run the Desert. I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and um, you were talking about how ideally you'd like to be around like 40 miles a week. And um, I remember a time when you were maybe like five miles a week. So now you're getting getting closer to that 40, 40 goal. And I, I think in a couple of weeks, you'll be there. I remember a time when I was zero a week not too long ago. Um, it's been a weird thing. I've been putting a lot of things first and putting a lot of things second and a lot of things third. Um, and that order of things is changing. So it's pretty exciting, you know. And Saturday's run was like, uh, um, I wouldn't say it was a hard 10K, but it was a moderately hard 10K. Um, so that felt good. I slept good on Saturday. Um, Sunday was 10 miles through the trails, you know, so guy, you know, can't, can't complain right now. I'm sort of just making time, putting on the shoes and getting out the door. So yeehaw. So in recent memory, can you tell me like, I feel like a lot of runners, especially runners that do what you mostly do, which is trail and ultra stuff. Do you ever have like a speed or time goal? Like. I want to be able to run five miles in like 
40 minutes or something like that? Or has just consistently your goals been more mileage or time, like time on your feet based? So it's often, it's often like a distance. Um, if I'm on roads, I don't know. It transforms. Like if I go out, I'm like, okay, if I were to go out my door for a run today, I'd be like, well, you know what? I'm going to do five miles and I want that to be sub nines just because I'm going out for an easy run. Or maybe, okay, I did that hard um, 10K and I wanted that to be uh, 8.45. Um, but if I'm on trails, I'm like, let's go out for an hour. Let's go out for 90 minutes. Let's go out for two hours. And you kind of pick a trail that takes 90 minutes to run, you know, usually – um, yeah, it's more distance and time. Uh, it's more time when I'm out on the trails. I got two hours or I got three hours. I'm not often trying to say, okay, we're going to go do nine minute miles on this trail because it's a trail. You don't know. What if it's muddy? What if you picked a hilly trail? Nine minute miles on it, you know? What I meant was like, okay, so let's say your arbitrary goal, you're trying to work up to 40 miles a week. Have you ever said instead, I'm going to stay at my like 30 miles a week, but my Friday, my Saturday tempo run, I want to get it down to like 830 pace instead. Yes. When I, when I was training for, again, for road marathons, when I was training for marathons, I would, I would do, I would do, I've done workouts, you know, I've done 800s, I've done miles, I've done, you know, um, I've even done some 400s in my day. Um, but I've, today. yeah, <laughs> but I've done them. Um, and I've even done like, okay, you know, go do tempo runs and okay. What's my tempo pace. Okay. It's seven, seven thirties for me. Um, so go do two miles, warm up five miles at tempo, two miles, cool down. I've done those. Um, but those are more structured things and those are more when I'm, I'm actually trying to achieve things, but I've always gone by the and I don't know, maybe it's old, maybe it's not even wisdom. I've always kind of said, I don't think you should be following, attempting to follow a training plan unless you're running consistently 20 to 25 miles a week. Like unless you can consistently commit to that much time and your body has that much load and you've got scheduling allotted, I don't think you should be committing to a training plan because then you miss a workout and then what do you do, you know? So mm -hmm. I think if you regularly get to 20, 25 miles a week, then you get in a training plan, which is going to drive you up to a certain amount of mileage. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I was just curious. Yeah. Well, I think it's, you know, I think it's um, the mileage. When I say I'd like to run 40 miles, to me, that's more like um, I'd like to be running five days a week with one of those being an eight to 10 and one of those being over 10, you know? That's, that's what 40 sort of equates to me, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's no, not, that makes sense. I was just curious. I, I, um, when I was training for my first marathon and I knew exactly that a nine eleven marathon was four hours, you know, so I had to do nine eleven twenty six two 26, two to get to four hours. And I did all the training to do that. And I knew 5k and 10k times for all the splits that I had and, I don't know. That's sort of, I got, oh, oh, for better or worse, I got away from a lot of that, you know? Um, now I will be probably getting back into it now that my ideas and things that I'm doing have shifted a little bit, but I'll still 
just go out for three hours on the trails also, you know. And that sounds lovely. <laughs> See, Ellie, you um, feel great today. You hit a workout and you hit your times and you hit your speeds and that made you feel really great, right? Really, really great. Yeah. And I got out the door within 10 minutes after finishing work before dinner and got back in time for dinner. That made me feel really, really great. <laughs> I bet because Summer has got, she's like a chef and yeah. I'd be really excited too. Yeah. And, and it's also just, it used to be that I would let that linger, right? I would be at work. I would have to commute home and then dinner would either be ready or done. And then I would eat and then maybe I wouldn't get out to you know, run because now it's already seven thirty, and I got a bowl full of food or a belly full of food and I just wouldn't do it. And so now like it's the other way around. Hey, work is done. Get those shoes on and get out the door, you know? So yeehaw. Yeah. I don't, to people that, um, props to people that can run after they eat dinner. Cause after I pound like 1500 calories, I don't think I'm going far. That's uh, in my bed. So. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if you didn't run your giant workouts and runs in the day, if you would eat 1,500 calories for dinner. Uh, I mean, I guess I've I've like, yeah, I don't know. Probably like, I don't know. It's hard. Even it's hard with anything. Like even, I don't know. It's just harder after dinner. It's harder to get out. I I think it is a it is a switch. That is originally how I started my you know, second thing of running was, oh my God, it's almost bedtime. I better get out before it's time to go to sleep. So mm -hmm. I think it's whatever, whatever motivates you to get going. You could say, I got to get out as early as possible before the rest of the world wakes up. You know, it could be that way mm -hmm. as well. Who knows? Yep. I don't know. We're, we're a strange breed runners. We, we will find any straw to motivate us. And on other hands, we'll find any straw to unmotivate us. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's no in between there. Yep. But either your first class. Uh, all right. So, um, before, we have some Patreon today, yeah. don't we? Hey, that's my line. I, you're the idea person. I'm the business person. All right. You can do it. Um, no. So we do, we have some Patreon shout outs since we last talked, we have had Four new patrons join our ranks. Um, very honored and privileged to have them supporting us on the show. Um, the first of our new supporters is Brian Hall, who is at Running With Podcasts on Instagram. Brian does a really cool thing where he gives, uh, he gives, he runs with a podcast every day and he sort of gives a little blurb of what he got from that podcast on his run. And he gives shout outs to all his little podcasts. And last week he told me to not get down on myself because you thought I had a nice sleepy NPR voice. So, <laughs> so, uh, thanks to Brian. Thanks to Brian for shouting out podcasts. Um, keep podcasts alive woo, woo, and, uh, keep on running. Right. 
Yeah, Brian's great. Um, and I don't want to be disrespectful, Brian. Oh, but geez, here no, it comes. I just kidding. You, you're awesome. Thank you so much for all your support. And every time you tag me, it makes me really happy. And I can actually tell that you're listening, that you can actually understand the words coming out, the garbled words that come out of my mouth. So that's nice. <laughs> all right. Um, the next supporter that has joined us is the, uh, Cultra is the culture of ultra. Tell us a little something about them, Ellie. Maybe you know a little bit something about this one here. Do I sense like some jealousy in this in the voice there, Christopher? <laughs> jealousy? I no. don't. No. I mean, you were just on Run the Desert, so let's like, all right, let's let's be happy I, with what I was we on have. One, I was on We Run the Desert once. <laughs> I okay. I was twice. <laughs> All right, so Cultra Trail Podcast is great. They're out of Connecticut, and you don't really think of Connecticut as like a hub for trail running, but through this podcast, these guys have just, and ladies, this gang, I guess, uh, has just exploded my mind with Connecticut trail knowledge, and just one of their, one of the guys named, named is Fred, and he's, his run streak is over 14,000 days. That's insane. Uh, Art He's run all the Blue Blaze trails in Connecticut, so that's pretty cool. And he just has a very, very good podcasting voice, like you. And um, uh, there are two women on there, Becky and I think her name was Sarah, Sally, Sarah. Anyway, they're they're just awesome too. And uh, then Jimmy is the last guy, and he's run a couple. He's been running a hundred mile weeks, and he's pretty proud of that. So. Uh, they're just a great gang, and it was really fun to talk to them. And so check out their podcast. It's, it's a hoot. All right. It is a hoot. So we'll throw a link in the uh, show notes there for that one. Um, our next uh, Patreon supporter is uh, Jonathan Ho. You know Jonathan Ho? I don't, but now I do, and I, I love making friends. I know. I'm very excited. Uh, Jonathan didn't uh, share anything with us, so we're going to have to call out to him and ask him um, what's up with him and what's his story. Um, so, Jonathan, uh, drop us a line at hamstringsandheartstrings at gmail.com and uh, let us know what's up. And, uh, yeah, thanks for your support, man. Yeah, thanks a ton. And our last supporter is Miranda Kibler. Our first female. Well, you know, the guy's, the guy's got a thing for me is all I could say. I know. you. That, now you're talking about sports bra runs. Oh, geez. <laughs> here we go. I got to have to like, I'm going to have to be the gatekeeper here. Um, Miranda's <laughs> awesome. She um, teaches music and also she was in the army. And so she's complete badass, uh, building up right now. Oh, I would like to run another marathon pretty soon, but, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's really cool and she has very, very beautiful hair. Well, there you go. So thank yeah. you to Miranda, Jonathan, Cultra, and Brian. Woo. 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 All these folks. Uh-huh. Thank you so I know, much. What, and now people like me. I'm really like, oh. I know. I can tell you're actually you, people like you. I'm just, you're I'm actually, just you're actually for once getting some color in your face. Oh, <laughs> that's because I ran in the sun today. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Let's hit that topic. We want to talk about mundane, small things that just make running really great. I have 
tried in the past couple of years to have what I call a low threshold for gratitude, which basically means like, I really like getting excited and smiling at very small things. Like, I don't know, um, remembering to like have a water bottle with me or like, I don't know, just very small things that just, you know, when you, they're not a huge thing, but when you, uh, they make your life a little easier or they just make you smile or laugh or it just makes the run even better. And then your day is better. And so I wanted to talk about that a little lighter note. And, uh, this sort of came to me because this morning my run was really great. And every once in a while you just have a run that even though it's hard, it just, you feel, even if it was hard and depleting, you feel more filled at the end than you were when you started. And so that's my first one is after a hard effort or something like that, where you weren't sure how you were feeling in the beginning, but at the end you would actually feel like, wow, this day is going to be great. You know? Um, so yeah, what's one of yours, Chris? Um, one of my favorites is that, that early morning run when you and a few friends get out and maybe you get out at like 7.30, 7 o'clock. Maybe even you, you might get out even earlier than that. And you run for two to three hours and you're in the woods and you're all quiet and the world sort of wakes up sleepily around you and you come out of the woods and you see all the people. You're driving home from your long run and you see people in their cars holding their coffee, barely awake or like, it's like, oh, I got everything that I needed to do today. I got it done before you even got up and got waking and moving around. And just that feeling like I'm already rolling. I'm, I'm ahead of the world because I saw my friends. I got my social hour in. I got my running done and I'm now motivated to go do whatever. And, and it's, it's the first time Ellie that I feel like I'm actually leading the pack. Like, like I'm in, I'm in front of the race, you know, I love that. Yeah. I do too. Sometimes um, in the winter, my teammate Bailey would have to work at like 7.15. And so our Wednesday runs can get to be like 90 minutes to like over 90 minutes. And so we would start at like 5.15 and it was still dark. When we finished, it was still dark. But like when you're rolling back home and it's like 7.15 and you've run for like an hour and a half to two hours and it's five degrees and I get back in my, and this is another one because I get back in my house and I walk up and I'm like freezing. My hands probably can't feel them. And I finally am able to turn the key to get into my door. And then I look at myself in the mirror and I have like an ice mustache and beard and like ice eyelashes. And it's just the funniest thing that like, it doesn't matter that I was freezing, that I had to get up at 515. Like it was funny and it was great. And then my day just is a million times better because I did something hard and it really, it kind of sucked except for that I was there with a friend. And then you get back and you look at yourself and you realize, holy shit, what did I just do? And then it's really awesome. Yeah, pretty great to uh, to have done a hard effort. Doesn't feel great when you're in it all the time, does it? No, you know, no. Sometimes I have a problem with appreciating uh, what's going on in the moment. I'm getting better at it, but sometimes, you know, some runs are just a struggle, especially the cold ones. Yeah. Um, did you just sneak in another one right there, or do you have one now? 
What's another one? For I mean, that was kind of going going with yours. Do you okay. want to do another one? Go right ahead. Oh, okay. Um, mine will be uh, when I make it through a whole run without having to go to the bathroom on the side of the road. <laughs> That's just a little like, yeah, I I, I defeated my bowels today. Oh boy. It's a little thing. Um, all I right. get really excited because then I'm like very just, oh, yes, I've been like, because that means that you've been eating appropriately, that like you have been doing other things that are correct. And so you're not having those digestive issues. And that just makes me very happy that, you know, the expired food is just like rock solid in this belly right here. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, comes out comes out fully formed, huh? Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, um No, you not you, Chris. You don't enjoy that either. Uh, you know what? Oh. I have more good days than I do bad days. I still enjoy those good days, but they don't uh you know, for for me, I I do still have them. Uh Sunday after 10 miles, we were finishing and I said you know, um, instead of going right to the parking lot, I'm going to go see if those bathrooms are open, you know, but you know, so they happen. Uh, definitely. I think they happen to all of us, you know? Oh, or like when you think you're going to have an issue and you make it home just in time and you're like <laughs> through the door, it's like chariots of fire music is playing and you're like, yes, I made it. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Lord has smiled on me. Victory. I am blessed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. so um all right so another one of mine is the after the long run um when you come home and you fully rehydrate take a shower you eat something and you fall asleep on the couch for like 25 minutes you just kind of like bonk and then and then you wake up and you're like oh yeah i did it again there you go <laughs> then your nine-year-old twins jump on you yes, and you're that, like, oh, I, I, used, it. I used to wake up a little bit more peacefully, but now, yes, I often wake up to some YouTuber screaming about, I don't know, how they got yeeted or something. I don't know. No, I love that. And um, I actually will be looking forward to that this Sunday because for the past like five weeks, I've had to work on Sunday, but I don't know why I got this Sunday off. So now I don't have to wake up at five and go on my long run and then go right into work. I can wake up later and then just, yep. yeah, I love it when you like, you know, you're finishing your post run breakfast and then you just stand up from the table and go right to your bed. You know, you know where your destiny lies. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Some of my, some of my favorite things to fall asleep to, um, back in the day, it used to be falling asleep to world poker tour. I don't know why it was fun to turn on and just watch World Poker Tour and fall asleep. Um, NASCAR was always fun to fall asleep to. Oh yeah, I think because in NASCAR you fall asleep and you wake up and it feels like you didn't miss anything. You know, yeah, <laughs> they're still yeah. driving, still driving in a circle. You know what I love to fall asleep to is um, there's this really great podcast called Running Inside Out, <laughs> and they interview like these runners from Rochester, and um, you know it just it gets me, it gets me. <laughs> Right into that zone. Oh, yeah, he's got a really—he's <laughs> got a really great voice. That guy. <laughs> oh. 
Um, I, I want to beat him someday. It would be really awesome. Um, you know, my number one goal is to be on that show. Fat chance. Saying it here now. <laughs> May 19th, 2020. Yeah, fat chance. At least stretch goal. <laughs> um, another good thing to fall asleep to is Back to the Future. Love that movie. Okay. I love every line of it. It's in my brain, and it just I can just ease on off. Anyways, so those are things that I like to fall asleep to after running. Uh, well, I will take that into consideration now. <laughs> I uh, My first year of college, I used to put on Madagascar oh, most yeah. nights fall nice. asleep. Nice. Yeah. I love that movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Moana, another good one. I've never seen that, and I Ooh. know I should. Yeah, you definitely got, you got You got to get some of that. All right, let's do let's do two more. Okay. Oh, wait, what are your favorite three Disney Pixar movies? Ooh, that is tough. Um, Toy Story three. Okay. Way, way up there, Toy Story three. It's hard. I got probably ten ten favorites. Maybe we should save this for a show. Maybe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, because okay. I'm thinking I could go on about Disney. Other ones that I other ones that I like I can't I can't rank these in any no I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it because I don't want to bring out things that I don't want I don't want to get emails you forgot the er, right. uh, er, actually you forgot Toy Story three is way up there no matter what um, let's do it let's do it another time because we got to do two more favorite things and then okay. we got to do some food and we got to get out of dodge okay when I am running in a new piece of gear. Ooh. Just make the run like a little bit more, a little better. Even if the run sucks or the gear sucks, I just like feel fancy, so I don't even care. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so this new, uh, the, the new gear, even if it's like, if it's new shoes, you feel like you're shiny. Look at me. I'm shiny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. This morning I ran, maybe that was it. This morning I ran a new pair of Canvaras and I was like, oh, these are looking nice. That'll do you. Yep. Yep. I got myself a new hat today. New hat. Yeah. Yep. Fresh fresh fly hat from Medved. Oh. Yeah. I'll have to I'll send you I'll send you a picture. It's real sweet. So fun fact, we have a grain bowl at CTB called the Medved. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. Me sporting it. All right. All right. And the sports bra. <laughs> My little half shirt onesie. Yeah, a half shirt onesie. How would you do that? That's weird. Uh, <laughs> Borat style, like I don't know. Oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um, all right. Uh, one last thing that that makes me feel good uh, running is that that feeling when ah uh, maybe is this something I like or don't like when you realize that you're going at a speed faster than you intended and it isn't difficult, you know, you're like, Whoa, I'm flying right now. Look how fast I am. And then suddenly your body goes, Hey buddy. Yeah. Are you really this fast? Maybe you should slow down. And you're like, screw you. I'm going fast. But that, that feeling of when you, you perhaps glance at your watch and you go, Whoa, that's fast. You want to know what that is? What's that? That's called fitness. Oh, no wonder why. Yeah. No wonder why it's this rare bird that I chase so often. 
No, but but even then, even when you're like, you're you got to be in a place where you're where you're running with two or three friends and somebody picks up the pace a little bit and you pick up the pace with them and you kind of are just trading who's running the pace and then you realize, oh, we're doing say sevens and we started out at you know say eight thirties and none of us realize that we're already at sevens and now you start you know then you start that progression. Mm-hmm. You know, that so. is good. Yeah, that's one I like. Going faster than I think I'm going. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to move into the, the food segment? Yeah, I got a hot one for you. All right. You take it away. So I made pretzels last week. I made soft pretzel bites. And I dropped them. So and I dropped them on the Instagram just because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't tell you or nothing. I was just like, take that Ellie. There you go. Some pretzel bites. Yeah. They look mad good. I was like, um, please eat, send them to me. Yeah. So summer had uh, requested them for mother's day and she was like, can you make pretzel bites? And, um, you know, Sunday mother's day was a series of events and pretzels and the dough and all that take a little while. So, she said, well, let's do it on Thursday. So I made sure Thursday I had my act together. I got all the dough done. I did it straight. I had flour at one point, and then I had a plate full of pretzels. It was like, you know, that the genie, genie snapped his finger, and out came pretzels. It was pretty great. They looked really good. Next is peanut butter filled pretzels. Oh, well, that's like, um, that's like the presidents of the United States song peaches. They come from a can. They were put there by a man in a factory downtown. (laughs) That's how you get your peanut butter pretzels from a factory downtown. All right. All right. Well, they look really good. I don't know how I could bake peanut. I could give it a try. I mean, what do you do? You wrap the peanut butter in some dough and then I don't know. Because these were crunchy on the outside and soft on the inside. So what if you froze the peanut butter pellet? <laughs> I will look, Ellie. I will. I will dig into that uh, Google machine and find out what I can find. Or you could do peanut butter coated pretzel. <laughs> just, just make peanut butter happen for me, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'll make. I made a. I made a cheese. I made a um, spicy cheese dip to go with it. So maybe what I could do is make you a real unique peanut butter dip to go with the soft pretzels. I like where we're going here. I like where <laughs> we're going. Yeah. yeah. So All anyways, right. that's not what I'm eating, but that was my fun food thing for the week. Nice. Uh, mine, my most interesting thing was what I did today accidentally. Uh, I have been making, I really like to have Greek yogurt sweet for breakfast. And this morning I added some dark cocoa powder to it along with some protein powder, some peanut butter, some blueberries and like all the good stuff with that cocoa powder. Dang. Like, Oh, add some dark chocolate cocoa powder to your yogurt and uh, just let those taste buds just explode. It looked like you added some yogurt to a can of dark chocolate cocoa powder. <laughs> That's what happened. I like. I was like, oh, just a little sprinkle. But I was like, oh, God. Ellie, we talked about this. <laughs> More isn't always better. 
Um, but yeah, then I just like, basically I stirred in like another whole thing of yogurt because I was just like, I need more, like, I can't, I can't just eat the flour and I wasn't going to waste it. So cut it. (laughs) Yeah. Had to add more yogurt. So, (sighs) but that's been delicious. Yeah. That sounds good though. I like, I like, um, piling a bunch of fresh fruit into yogurt. It is one, (laughs) one of life's great pleasures. Yeah. Now, now, do you find that you you do often, don't you, put granola and fresh fruit? You go for crunchy and fruity, huh? Yeah, yeah. You I find, like them. I like it all. Do you ever find you bite your cheek on such such varied textures? I'm just experienced with chewing, so it doesn't happen often. It's like how people can run on a trail and not clip their toe. Mm. Like they're just experienced. I'm not. So, <laughs> but with chewing, I gotcha. All right. All right. <laughs> well, that brings us that brings us see the thing about the food segment is it means the end is near. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay because we stayed within our time. Mostly and now mostly. now I get to tell everybody where to find us. Do it. All right. You can find us at Hamstrings and Heartstrings on Instagram. You can find Chris at Running Inside Out on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Gazelli on Instagram and Twitter. And you should also check out the Trails Collective at the underscore trails underscore collective on Instagram. Oh, wow. Because Cro- it's little, good. little cross promotion shout out going on there. Real good. Real um, good. And if you want to get one of these fancy uh, Patreon shout outs, uh, you can find it at uh, patreon.com slash hamstrings and heartstrings or click the little link inside your show notes or go to hamstringsandheartstrings.com because that's where all of our stuff is. It is. It's pretty fancy. And um, I'm working. I did post a What I Eat in a Day video on Patreon and the recipe for the hobo dip. So hobo brownies will be coming soon. I just wanted to like make them again to have a better picture, and I haven't made them in a while. Nice. <laughs> Need a better picture. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could the recipe if nobody really like and then i'll get the picture eventually mm-hmm. i'll do that it's tomorrow all, it's all good um all right that's it all right goodbye good bye